Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Extractinol, written by Fissa946. Law injected a fraction of the syringe and the prisoner howled in pain before clamping its jaw shut and suffering in silence. Four strong limbs jerked in their steel restraints. Its eyes were shut tightly as the pain of the extractinol enveloped its mind. Spit formed at the corners of its mouth, its lips pulled back in a grimace to reveal white, squarish teeth. Its forehead was beaded with sweat and tears steamed round the alien's face as it shivered on the table. Good morning, prisoner 3344. Are you ready to take your rations? Allah looked down at the prisoner. It was covered in a brown skin and had a very short black and white bristles growing from its chin and on the sides of its head, but not on the top, as others of its kind did. It had four limbs attached to its body, all of which were clamped to the steel table on which it lay. The table was in the center of a small steel room that stank of alien fluids despite regular sanitation. In the corner, a law had set up a recording device and his superiors to analyze the interrogation session. A single door had opened to accept a law before seating seamlessly behind him and a solitary light orb floated over the prisoner, bathing the room in a white light. Yeah, just turn around so that I don't have to look at your face or I might just puke it back up, the prisoner retorted through clenched teeth as the effects of the drug began to fade. How many days has it been, Doc? Why can't you be civil? It's just protocol for me to give you a dose in the morning. It's been 41 days now. Alor removed the two Nutri-Cubes from the packaging and held them out with the metal clamps for the prisoner to take between its teeth. Its first prosecutor had been beaten to death when it tried to inject the exotractanol into the prisoner and its second prosecutor had died when it tried to feed the rations by hand and the prisoner took off two fingers with his teeth. Yeah, the day I remember my manners is the day you jabbed that big fat needle in that big fat ass. The prisoner leant his head forward and contorted its lips to take both cubes. They crunched noisily as it chewed with powerful jaws. See how you like that stuff. I wouldn't. It's designed to be very unpleasant. Alor held a small bottle of water for the prisoner to drink from. Some water dribbled from the sides of the prisoner's face, washing away some of the spittle as he gulped thirstily. Are you ready to talk today? How many days has it been? The prisoner asked again. Forty-one. You know what? Your frigging drug didn't make me talk for forty days, but forty-one is just one too many. Come a little closer, and I'll answer your questions. Alor almost sighed in relief, but maintained an air of professionality. His predecessors couldn't make the prisoner talk, but he would be the one to break it. What do you want to know? The prisoner asked from its position. Its voice lowered in secrecy. Where are your people? We've secured the canyons and surrounding jungle, and we're close to finding the others, have no doubt. 
but your assistance will help us greatly. Your people aren't making it easy. The corners of the prisoner's mouth turned down, and it nodded its head in what Alor recognized as a sign of frank consideration. It looked into the eyes and mumbled something that was barely audible. Excuse me. Alor leant in closer, and the prisoner mumbled even more quietly. The prisoner screamed into Alor's face, and the precursor jumped back in fright as the prisoner snapped its teeth together mere centimeters from his throat. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, jeez, you should see the look in your face. The prisoner was baring its teeth and letting out a short, harsh bark, smiling and laughing. Alor knew that they were signs of enjoyment and amusement. Alor took a moment to regain his composure before injecting another fraction of the syringe into the prisoner. The laughter turned into a shout of pain as the extractinol took effect. Alor examined the syringe as he waited for the drugs to take effect to subside. His species had designed it as a nearly universal interrogation agent. It was both excruciating and harmless. The dark purple liquid glowed menacingly in the syringe as Alor watched the prisoner clench its hands into fists and shake in its restraints. The drug was a patented smart chem product and worked through the use of nanobots suspended in a medium. The microscopic robots would rearrange themselves to fit the pain receptors of nearly any species in the galaxy, the database of which was updated wirelessly as more information became available. Alor had never seen it fail to reduce an alien to agonizing wreck before becoming completely compliant under the threat of another dose. For some reason, however, Alor was failing to get the results from the creature writhing before him. It wasn't impossible for a species to be so completely alien that the nanobots failed to work, but the creature before him showed all the signs of the serum working perfectly, aside from the complacency that came afterwards. Alor would have rather executed what he believed to be clearly an outliner, but the prisoner was a key to finding the elusive gorillas that had troubled their scouts for so long, and his superiors would not let such an opportunity go to waste. Why are you so difficult? We had a comfortable cell waiting for you with more palatable food since your first day here. You don't need to undergo the extractinol. Alor asked the prisoner as the nanobots began degrading and the effects subsided. The prisoner opened its eyes and glared at him. Because, uh, frick you, that's why. The prisoner responded as it panted for air. Also because, frick your mom. I am tired of fighting you. We don't have to be enemies, you know. Oh yeah, you're right. This torture is a real bonding experience. I can really feel the love. The prisoner rolled its eyes as it spoke, a sign alone knew to be one of dishonesty, or, as the prisoner put it, sarcasm, though the word did not translate well. Say, it's torture, yet you do not comply. Why is that? Alor asked, expecting a rude remark in response. The prisoner began chuckling and shaking his head. You want to know why your pain puree isn't making me talk? It's because I know it's all in my head. You think they don't train us to ignore pain? How? This is easier than I thought it would be. At least I know none of it is real. Besides, I've had hangovers that hurt more than your juice. Real? What do you mean by real? Pain is only a sensation, and we are synthesizing it perfectly. 
How many days has it been? 41. Law was getting tired of the query of the day. Good. Just checking. You want to know what I meant when I say real pain? Well, your juice hurts like a bitch. I won't deny that. But it isn't real. It's all made up. Well, yes, it is impossible to reduce this level of discomfort without otherwise inflicting significant damage or injury. It's a very effective tool at information extraction. No, no, you don't get it. There's your problem. It's harmless. Well, yes, if we cause damage, then the organism may not be able to do as asked. It might not survive. Oh, bravo, you didn't injure me, pansy-ass Zeno. You want to know what humans do to humans when we want them to talk? What do you do? Allah asked tentatively. We hurt each other. For real. We burn each other's skin with fire. You ever force someone's hand into a pot of boiling water? Allah grimaced. No, that's disgusting. That would be painful, but it would also cause the limb to be impaired. Did you do that to others of your kind? No, I just read about it in a book. Folks used to do that to each other. How about electricity? You ever use that? Yes, on some organisms that are immune to extract an... The prisoner cut a law short. You probably do it badly, though. You know what we do with electricity. If someone wants you to talk, they clamp a wire to your toe and another to your balls and run a current through you till your grandkids feel it. What about mental impairment or physical strain? Does your kind not worry about those sorts of things? Allah asked, cringing. You want mental impairment or physical strain? You ever hear of waterboarding? Allah shook his head, a mannerism he picked up from the prisoner. Mirroring the alien's habits was one method that he used successfully in the past to ease them into being more forthcoming with information. Well, essentially, you put a cloth over someone's face and pour water over it. You make them feel like they're drowning. Can give a guy brain damage that way if you're not careful. Alor looked at the prisoner in shock. That's appalling. I think I've heard enough. Oh no, your job is to make me talk right. How would your superiors feel if you didn't give them every gruesome detail about making my kind spill the guts for you? I don't think that would want us to use those methods regardless. What's the point of interrogation if the prisoner is likely to die? I don't know. If you made me face my own mortality, my lips would loosen pretty damn quick. Besides, I think most torture methods we use are meant to punish. Just really painful ways to die to make sure other humans do what you want. Mind you, they don't work half the time. We don't like being told what to do. As I am all too familiar with. Now, please, if we could get back to the question at hand, you know that what you could do if you wanted to make me talk. You could nail splinters of wood right down my fingertips, toes, too. Just stick them right under the nail and whack them with a stick. Oh, you could break my legs. You ever break a prisoner's bones, jerk? The prisoner didn't wait for a response. Cause who I? That hurts. I broke my arm when I was fourteen. The prisoner wiggled an arm and a law noticed a long, thin scar. Bone tore right through. I'd probably talk if you broke my arm. That's enough information, I I think. I I just want to know where you people are. That's not even the best part. You could break them real slow, like just bend them real slow until they splinter and crack. Jeez, 
Just thinking about it makes me want to tell you where my friends are, but I just can't do that yet. If you want me to tell you, though, you could start peeling my skin off. What? Yeah, just peel it off. Not all of it, or I'll die. But you could do a finger or a whole hand if you wanted. Hell, for craps and giggles, humans used to bind together two parts that had been peeled and left them until they healed like that. You could force my arm to heal right to my side, so that you wouldn't need to use restraints anymore. <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. Please, please, please. I, I think, um, no, shut the frick up. You're gonna listen to me. I've undergone your crappy torture for over a month, and I really think this brainstorming could help you out a lot. You know what else we'd do. We'd stick each other up on wooden posts, cradles, cradle crap, something cradle. Help me out here. A law could only stare in disgust and shock as the prisoner tried to remember. Ah, Judas Cradle. People used to stick people up on these big triangular chairs and lower them into it until they tore open whatever hole they stuck it on. Pretty painful way to die. Getting skewered slowly through Uranus. Man, I could go on for days just talking about all the different methods we used to get information out of someone. See... The thing is, no matter how good you think your methods are, ours are more fricked up. Because no matter what you do to me, I know it could be worse. Hell, we went through worse in training. Your people might have got tortured down to a science. But humans, we turned it into an art form. You couldn't imagine the kinds of things we do to... That's enough! That's enough! Thank you! Alor momentarily lost his composure to hold the torrent of filth the prisoner was spewing. He was horrified and alarmed at what the prisoner had told him, and he could feel his hearts pounding away. We just want to know where you people are. Alor paused, considering what the prisoner had told him. If you don't tell us, I'll consider using some of the methods that you've described. He lied. Which one? What? I'll, uh, uh... Break your arm. Jeez, I don't want that. I think I'll answer your question now. Really? Alor was tentatively optimistic, though still quite shaken up from the prisoner that said, Yeah, man, I don't want you to break my arm. What was your question again? Where are you people? How many days have I been here? The prisoner asked in response. Forty-one. Why do you keep asking? A law was cut short while the entire building shook as he struggled to maintain his balance. The solitary light orb flickered before falling and smashing into the floor, leaving the room awash with a ghostly purple glow of extranol. In the distance, he could hear muffled gunshots. They're here. The human smiled at a law as his eyes widened with fear. A law hastily packaged his tools before moving towards the door and pressing a hand against it. When the door didn't respond to his touch, he stared at banging on it and shouted for help. Don't worry, though. I'll make sure they know that you didn't actually hurt me. Just don't know anything too important, okay? The human laughed maniacally as the sounds of gunfire heralded the encroaching soldiers. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below. 
for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.